Welcome to Arpanimi. This is Saratova Best. We are talking about shlichus. Um, we were saying yesterday the, that every single Jew is a shliach, is a, a, a is a uh, emissary to spread the truth about to spread the truth about Hashem in the entire world. And within that, there were specific shluchim who were sent out by the you know by the Fridigreb and the Rebbe shluchim to illuminate the world. So. In the middle of this kinnis shluchim that happens, that will happen this weekend, the question is, hey, what are you guys all doing here? What are we here for? You know, you left, you left your wives at home with the kids, can I know, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it is, you know, you left, like, you left your, your students, you left all your congregants of your shul with, I don't know who, you know, directing the congregation, like, what, uh, why are you here? Why are we here? Because the shlichus to reveal the truth of Eino Novado in the world has been upgraded, and therefore we're here, has been upgraded to Achverach, nothing other than Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach, the King of the Mamash. And therefore we're here to figure out how to do it. You know, like, okay, now we know what it is. What do we do? So um, we're at Sifkimel in the Sicha. We're going to understand it by looking at the first shlichus in our parsha, which because just yesterday's recording, we were talking about Mashiach is a shliach, and you have to listen to yesterday's recording to do it. So here's the question: what is what is the first shlichus? What is the first shlichus that exists um, in the whole Tyra? And that is the shlichus of Eliezer to find a shidduch for Yitzchak, for Yitzchak. Okay, so here's the question. Um, I mean, we have a number of questions. Why do we call it a shlichus? Well, he was a shliach. Eliezer was a shliach. Was he? Or was he a shadchan? What's the difference between a shadchan and a shliach? A, sh- a shadchan is somebody, you pay him and he does a job. He finds a shidduch for the person, you know, the, in, in, in question. And he, it's a paid job. But what's a shliach? A shliach is somebody that shlucha shaladim kamaisei. The 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 shliach of a person is like himself, and the deed of the shliach is like the deed of the shliach, of the mishaleach. In other words, when you are doing the shlichus, when you are doing the deed of a shlich of of the mishaleach then you become one with him. You become one with him. And in fact, the whole shaliyah becomes one with the mishaleah. So there are many, many details here. To You know, the question is, of all the details, how do we know that, that, um, that Eliezer was a shaliyah? One of the things was he was completely faithful. Eved Melech Melech. He was a servant. He even said he was Dailu Mashkemi Tarasa Shel Rabbi Lachern. He would he would he filtered. He he sat as a faithful student to Avram Avinu, and he took um, he took from his um, the teaching, and he was Eved Avram. He said, "I'm the servant of Avram." And the fact is, Eved Melech Melech, the servant of a king, is a king. He really was one with, except for one time, 
he was really one with Avram Avinu. He made himself completely transparent to the influence of Avram Avinu, and he made himself fully the servant. There's nothing of me in the way, except for one time, when when he was sent in this crucial shlichus to find a girl for Yitzchak. He said, well, maybe my daughter. And Avram Avinu said, no, can't be, because you're from Canaan, and therefore you're from a nation that it's not going to fit with the nation of Israel. And so, and, and as soon as he heard that, he obviously said, oh, okay, I understand. You know, we don't know how many seconds it took for him to recover from that, but he did not say, oh, well, then, you know what, find your own, <laughs> send somebody else, I don't want to do it. But rather, is okay, I get it. And that must have been very, very, that was a huge science. He wants his daughter to marry Yitzchak. And he's being slapped in the face and told, mm, wrong family, <laughs> essentially. And he's accepting it because he's so buckled. He's so completely given over to Avram Avinu. He's so completely transparent as a servant of Avram Avinu, and meaning he's a servant of Hashem being taught by Avram Avinu what Hashem is saying, that he says, that he says, okay, and he goes on the shlichus. So there are many other there are many other details that explain how we know halachically, how we know Al Pitaira that he was a shliach. We'll, we'll leave that part to the side. The question is why, and we're going to see in a second, why did he have to be a shliach? You want to find a shidduch for Yitzchak? Send a shachan. Who cares who you send? Just do the shidduch. However it gets done, it gets done. And yet here it's crucial. Remember we're saying that when Maishar was said to Hashem, shlachna tishlach, as we said in the previous audio, he's showing that Mashiach must be a shliach. And this is the weekend of the Kinnis of Shluchim, when Shluchim are coming together and leaving their posts and leaving their shul and leaving their congregation and leaving their Shluchim to come here, to come together, to figure out how do we go to the next step of Shluchim. First question we have to ask ourselves is, why is it so important to, to be a Shluchim? Can't you just be a bunch of guys? You're a bunch of rabbis. You have a rabbi's convention. Right? Bunch of, so the rabbi's convention from rabbis all over the world. No. It's not called Kinnis HaRabbanim. It's called Kinnis HaShluchim. The Shluchim are called. What's the difference? Maybe can't it be Kinnis HaYehudim, the gathering of all the Jews, or Kinnis, the Kinnis of the, the, the leaders, anything. I don't know. But why is it Kinnis HaShluchim? Why, do, why does Mashiach have to be a Shaliach? And why does he have to be connected to Shluchim? Why does he have to be a leader of Shluchim? Be a leader of rabbis. Be a leader of Jews. You have to be a leader of Shluchim? Why does it make it so pivotal? And when we, you know, before this recording, we talked about, I hope I press the recording again. One second, excuse me. Okay, so so we were speaking before we started the recording about we are today all leaders. Every single Jew is a leader to a shliach to bring the world to the truth. And it's and 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 that's why each person is finding themselves in, Different circumstances and more and more uh, creative by the day. You know this and I know that and you meet this one and I meet that one. And each, every simple Jew, you don't have to be a big, big intellectual to be a leader today. If you are a Jew, you have been charged to become, to be a leader that leads the world from darkness to light. And being that it's a very dark world, you got what to work with. <laughs> We're in a dark world, so you have plenty of raw material to work with, and we're going to light, so you have where to go. 
perfect. You know, you can say, I don't have, all we need is the tools of the trade, which the sikhs and the maimarim tend to give us the tools of the trade of how you do this job. So the kinnas shluchim and this sikha to the shluchim are the tools of the trade. Okay. So, um, now here's another thing. So that's why we're studying this idea that Eliezer was here to do this shidduch and, and he was a shliach. So what was he given in his hand? Starmatana. A starmatana. He was given a um a document. A starmatana kasavli yitzchak al kolashalach today shigiak tsulishlofitam. Uh Avram Avinu wrote a document and said, I own this much. Cattle and all kinds of things. I'm giving it I I'm giving it to you. I'm everything that I have. Those were the days when there were no there was no Bitcoin, whatever that is. And there were no online investments and that you did you couldn't put your money in Switzerland or any of that stuff. It was all movable stuff, you know, in one place. And um if you write on a document, I am giving everything that I have to someone else, it was in a document. That means if the document is lost, kind of like all the money's in the document, in a sense. Right? Because the document is proof that this is now going from Avram to Yitzhak. If someone rips up the document, then that means all of a sudden at that moment, when Avram Avinu wrote the document, his money was no longer his money. Halachically, it became Yitzchak's money. So maybe Yitzchak, I don't know, I'm making a joke. It's a poor joke. As, as if, it were, if, it, if it were one of us, we would wake up in the morning and say, why do I suddenly feel so wealthy? I went to sleep quite poor. I don't know. I just have this feeling of being very wealthy. Which, by the way, it's an interesting idea. We need to wake up every morning and feel like, I am, how do I feel so wealthy and so spiritually wealthy and even physically wealthy? But that's a, a side topic for another year. So, in a sense, all of a sudden, in one moment, Yitzchak became very wealthy. And how did you know it was written on this star, this piece of dot, this piece of parchment? And who, and who had the star in his hand? Eliezer. If Eliezer, God forbid, rips up the star, oh well. So Yitzchak says, no, no, I have all my father's wealth. Oh yeah? Show us the papers, honey. Right? No paper. All the wealth that he thought he has, it no longer belongs to him. Because Eliezer has that much power that he can do whatever he wants with this document, with this star. And that will change Yitzchak's life a lot. Because he's either very wealthy or he's penniless. Based on one piece of parchment, one document. Put in the hands of a Kanani guy. You know, today if anybody would do investments without, even, I let's just say it like this. Eh, all day long I see this annoying message on my phone. You haven't, your phone, your iPhone hasn't been backed up in two weeks. Leave me alone already. I don't know how to back it up. They plug it in, turn it off. I don't know what they want. But they're saying you can't just have information or your important photos on your phone. You have to back it up so that it's it's somewhere besides just on your phone. You've got to put it in the cloud. Because what if your phone falls in the toilet? So then there has to be proof of all your information. On your phone. I bet you haven't backed up your phone. I'm looking at your eyes and I see that. Yeah. Right? 
So they want you to always back it up to the cloud. There was no backing up this piece of information. This financial transfer that happened, that went from Avram to Yitzchak, nobody backed it up on the, on the iCloud. Nobody had proof of it in Washington. Nobody, there was, it was not backed up to any other source, any other, what's it called? Any, any other source of information or any other storage space. It's either on that parchment, on that document, or nowhere. Would you trust Eliezer? If you had somebody that you were bequeathing $10 million to, let's say, you would trust Eliezer with that piece of paper? The question. So that means, of course I wouldn't trust Eliezer. The guy's not trustworthy. I would trust myself with that paper, but I wouldn't trust Eliezer. Okay, if I'm Avram Avinu, I trust myself, but I don't trust Eliezer. So then how could I give it to Eliezer? Oh, well, what if Eliezer is is one piece with me? What if I'm Avram Avinu and Eliezer is literally one entity with me? As it says, as we said before, uh, the whole mahus, the whole, the whole beinghood, the whole beinghood of the shaliach is that he's one with the one who sent him, the mishaleach. So that means, as a regular shadchan, I'm not trusting this guy with my son's inheritance. You're talking about, okay, you're talking about, if you're a globalist, it's $10 million. If you, if you, you know, you're talking about if you're a simple guy, maybe it's, you know, a half a million dollars. If you invested in Pfizer, it's probably $10 million at this point. So, you know, who knows what he invested in. So, so, but the fact is, I wouldn't trust him. The only way I could trust him, if it's not him, he's one with me. I'm not trusting him. If he's carrying this document, he is me and I am him. What kind of person is me that I am them? You know, other than a spouse. Let's say, and even so, not. Not true with a spouse. So then what? The shaliach is one with the mishaleach. It's one piece. So I know there's a very nice family in the community. I'm not going to say who, but, and very nice. And somebody once said to her, um, please tell Yanko, you know, we need to know if Yanko agrees to this. And she said, Rachel is Yanko and Yanko is Rachel. Very nice. It was very sweet. It was very nice, right? So, so what, if it's a shliach, Eliezer is Avram and Avram is Eliezer. That's the definition of a shliach. This is an entity, this is a kind of revolution in peoplehood, in humanity, in what your human potential is that never existed before. There's no, there's no other relationship like that in the world. Rebbe Chassid, Chassid Rebbe, Mishaleach and shliach. This is something that we want to wake up and understand. Whoa! Never heard of this before. You know, when people ask us, ever, when people ask us, have ever said to do this, that you just do it? Yeah. And if I'll resist it, it's just going to make me into less of a powerful human being. You know, why would I resist it? It's just, just going to waste my life doing nothing, basically. So this is the proof. This is one of the other proofs that, um, halachically, Eliezer was a shliach. And then we really want to ask ourselves, 
do we want to be shluchim of the Mishaleach? Because the Mishaleach is the only one who's probably doing well in this transition, right? Everybody's having a hard time in this transition from Gullah to Gula, except for Mashiach himself. He, cause he sees the bigger picture. I thought I see the big picture, but the big picture looks so dark to me. So I obviously am not seeing the biggest picture. Only Mashiach sees the biggest picture. Hmm. I think I'd like to, if I could only be one with Mashiach, I would have a, a luminous big picture instead of a dark big picture. Well, you can become one with him. How do I do that? Become a shliach of Mashiach. Okay, sign me up. I'm in the army of Hashem. Sign me up in the army of Hashem. Right? So, and the the way that I've asked the question here is, how can Avram be able to give kolashelai, everything that he had, to somebody on whom there was a suffix, a question, that, you know, you're going to trust him. And that is the proof that Eliezer was completely given over. I'm just reading the words to Avram Avinu. And therefore, uh, even when he was sent to, to find a shidduch, he was not sent as a shadchan, he was sent as a shaliach. And therefore, kolashelai, how can you give kolashelai um, to him? Be- because, um, and we're going to bring, we're going to bring in one more point here. This idea of kolashelai. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the truth. The truth is the truth. Right. Yeah. The truth is the truth. It's like, like, uh, like when he told him that he was... Uh, right. That he was good and she was... The... Okay. We have one more question. The question is called a klutz kasha. About giving this document <clears throat> to do the shidduch. So it says that about the mitzvah tzedakah, the din is, the halach is, you should never give away everything that you have of your money. Never. You can give most of it. You probably can give 90% of it, maybe 99 But you're not allowed to give away 100%. Avram Avinu did specifically that. He gave everything that he has, 100%, he gave over. He gave away. But you're not allowed to. As it says in, in Akasav, in the Taira, me kolashayla, you are allowed to give away everything that happened. In most this episode was completely right, easy. completely different. Right, right. right. Okay, so you're you're allowed to give away from among everything, but not kolashayla. And he gave away kolashayla. He gave away a hundred percent to Yitzchak. So it seems to go against Tyra. And why? What do you mean? To find a good good shidduch. And not only that, and really, um, you know, there was a whole question because um, the way I always, I, I always try to say it in a comical way, Avram Avinu, why would he give away all of his money? Later on, he was going to remarry. And, you know, I always say it's kind of funny. When you're that age and you remarry, so you're probably not taking your wife on go-kart rides and, you know, Let's go to the amusement park and go on the roller coaster. You know, we're 145 years old. So, Mela, a little money. You know what I'm saying? When people get married at age 20, so, they're, you know, who cares? Money, not money. I'm looking for, you know, certain values. And then when they get married at age 60, they're looking for money. right? So, Avram Avinu, so Avram Avinu was going to need money when he would marry other wives after, after Sarah passed away. So why is he giving away everything? 
And that's the question. And in this, we want to ask ourselves this question. Are we the ones to whom everything is being given? Yes. Yes, we are. The the Mishaleach is giving to his shluchim, us, everything. Everything. Everything he has, bar none. He's not leaving out one drop. So why? Now, number one, we want to think about that. Everything he has, he's giving to me? The mission is so important. Because the mission is so important. But when we feel powerless and we feel victimized, we realize, wait, do you know who I am? I'm the representative of Melech Malchai Amlachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Chfaydu And he's giving me everything, and I'm the representative of Mashiach Tekenu. And he's giving me, us, everything we need to be able to do the job. Wow. So then one question remains, and that is, um, uh, and it says, the thing is, Yitzchak ben Avram, Avram Halidus, Yitzchak, the face of Yitzchak looked like Avram. They were one Indian. Okay. But the answer is the following. This, if you, and I always say this every year, if you go to the dollar store and you saw these puzzles and they were designer puzzles and you saw them at, what's, I don't know, Saks Fifth Avenue, and each puzzle is $1,000. And then you go to the dollar store and they have the same puzzle. How did it get devalued from $1,000 to $1? What's wrong with the puzzle? That they're now selling them the same puzzles at the dollar store. What's wrong with the puzzle? Missing one piece. Missing one piece. And now it's very different worth. Missing one piece. Okay. So the gullus then turns into gaula. And if it's missing one piece, that's not called complete gaula. It's called Almost complete Geula. It's not called Geula Shlema. It's Geula She'ena Shlema. Now, to have an incomplete Geula forever, it's a very different kind of future. So how's life in the Geula? Well, it's good, but it's an incomplete Geula. Ah, we could have done that one 3,000 years ago. All this work to come to an incomplete Geula? You promised us a complete Geula. Okay, but I'll tell you. The way you finish off, it depends on how you started. Right? You know, what, Alpiteva, you start on a hike that's going to be a 10 mile hike. If you didn't put in your water bottle in your knapsack, you'll probably end off the trip without any water. Unless a miracle, unless somebody gives it to you. So start from the beginning with the right stuff and then you carry it to the end. So if you if you end off the if you you enter Geula if you if you start start the whole process with one piece missing you're going to end up with one piece missing at the end what's what's the process it says the wedding of Yitzchak and Rivka remember this shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka it was the first the preparation for and the first marriage in Tyra it is not just a private marriage it's an inyanachi klalu. It's called, it is the first wedding of the Jewish people after bris Mila. Begins the journey from Gullus, that marriage, that Shidduch, that marriage, begins the journey from Gullus to Gula, and it takes us all the way into Geula. If you start it with one piece missing, it takes us to an incomplete Geula. And so that's why Avram Avinu had to give Kolosh love. Avram Vinu said, okay, you guys, we're doing the Shidduch, 
and I'm going to give you everything. Um, if he said, I'll keep one thing for myself, then it would have been starting the journey to Geula, missing one piece. And it would have been going to Geula, missing one piece. And that would have mean, meant on some level, missing one piece forever. And therefore, Avram Avinu had to give them Kolashevai, everything that he owns, because this is not just a private shidduch between two people, but it is the shidduch of Klal Yisrael. And therefore, everything is important. Um, um, okay. Okay. And not only that, and we'll just end off here. This and this wedding, this marriage, comes with the kaych of Avram. Avram Hayudis Yitzchak and Malis Yitzchak. And so the Shidduch B'Poyol came through the Shlichas of Eliezer through Avraham. Every detail has, all the ducks have to line up. And therefore, he had to give everything. And we could say, even even sweeter, that Eliezer was not a Shadchan, he was a Shliach. Right, he didn't even know. He did it as a Shadchan. That's right. We're just finishing this paragraph. Right. Right. So his whole Matthias, his whole Matthias, as he goes to do the Shidduch, was one with the one who sent him to the Shaleach. And when... There was no place in transferring the shlichus for anything that's outside of it, because um, all you could have was the will of the mishaleach being transferred to the shliach, so that the whole process would come out to full geula. So let's end off this recording with the following statement. What have we what have we learned today? We understand that Kalashela, everything that Mashiach has, everything that the Mashaleah has, he is giving to us. We Avram Abinu gave everything for the purpose, everything that he had, he be to Eliezer to give to his son Yitzchak. He handed over everything that he had for the purpose of winning the battle, Melchamas Hashem, the battle against Hashem, of winning the battle to usher in the gula, the, the full gula, the gula mitis vashlema. That is not just a nice story about Avram Avinu once upon a time. That is our story right here, right now. We are in the midst of Melchamas Hashem, and we are assured by Tyra. He, he, Mashiach, will fight the wars of Hashem. We thought he would do it himself. Just give me a second. We, we thought he would do it himself. And he will win. And there are times in that year when the Rebbe said, He has already won. The victory is already there. We just have to step into the victory and believe in it, although it looks like we are losing the battle at this point. What we didn't necessarily tune into was when it says Mashiach will fight the wars of Hashem and he will win, that he will do it through his emissaries. He will do it through his emissaries. He will send his emissaries, he will send Eliezer on the long journey to take his inheritance and give it to his son. We are. He will send the, the Shaliach on that long journey. We are those Shluchim who have been sent on this long, circuitous, very difficult journey to bring the goodies, the treasures of the king, the treasures of Melech, Malchi, Amlachim, Akadosh Baruch Hu. We have been sent on this long journey. It's been a very difficult long journey. 
to be able to win the battle and bring the, the, the treasures of Hashem from the very moment of creation, the spirit of Hashem hovered over the water. We've been sent on this, this journey with the treasures of Hashem, with the light of Hashem, with the essence of Hashem, with the truth of Hashem, to bring this truth down into the entire world. And it's been a long journey. And we are the ones. And when we ask ourselves, do I have the power to do it? We would normally say no. How could I have the power to do it? And yet we have been told in the Sikha, the Meshaleach, the one who sends you, is giving you everything that he has. He's not leaving one drop for himself and saying, this I eat for myself and that I send to you. He's not saying one drop. He does not say, this I keep for me and this I give to you. He said, everything that I have, I give to you. Everything. Because I am empowering you with every tool, every spiritual, physical, emotional, etc. tool and Torah tool to be able to win the battle, to bring the, the treasures of Hashem out to the entire world, the light of Hashem and the light of Mashiach to the entire world. I am giving it to you. Give it to the world. So he is giving us every tool that he has, every every treasure that he has. It's all being given in our hands. We have that document in our hands. You are the ones, and we are being empowered. So we say, Hashem, we will take what you are giving us. Mashiach, we will take what you are giving us. You're giving us everything you have. We are going to win the final battle, Muhammad Hashem, now, and bring Usher in the Gula Mises Fashlam immediately now. I think, I think, uh...